Okay, here it is. I'm drinking my coffee. Get used to it. Hey, maybe pour yourself some. Hey, maybe pour yourself anything in the entire world that you want to drink. Is it a beverage? Doesn't even have to be. As long as you're putting it in your mouth during this show, you can join right along with me as we're doing this show. Okay, episode two. Now, hold on a second. Now, eagle-eyed viewers or listeners are looking at the, at the video, looking at Josh and going, hmm, he looks a little familiar today. Is it possible that Josh recorded two episodes in one day and changed his clothes in between, changed his pants and shirt in between so it looked like he did uh, one in the morning and one later on in the same day? No? No? That was you, actually. Is he using a different coffee cup? Because it looks like... So it, so he looks like he did two different... So they were spaced apart? No. No. Wrong. So, sorry. Sorry. You know, dig a, dig a little deeper next time, lawyer. You know? Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the court, jury, and whatever else as well. And probably they, them of the court, too, these days. You know what I mean? Let's be inclusive over here, people. Let me talk to you about being a dad. Uh, pardon me, that was just, uh, the, remember the Rat Fink guy, the little cartoon guy who was in a, like, a, actually, I don't think that was that his name, Rat Fink, he was, like, he had the crazy eyes and he was a rat, and he drove, like, a big hot rod, and he was in those car magazines, kind of an obscure reference, I don't know if people are gonna know that one, but there, there is a, such a thing in the world as, like, a crazy rat guy, and he has crazy eyes, his eyes are bugging out, anyhow, he was just pulling up in, in my driveway, uh, and he'll be on in a moment. Let me talk to you about being a dad. Uh, being a single dad, most importantly, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Now, to some people, this is good. To some people, this is good. Uh, you go to a job interview, and they, they, they hear the fact that you're a single father. They go, oh, okay. Well, maybe that gives you one degree further of credibility and, and responsibility for being a, a dad. Hold on a second. Damn, I haven't even taken a damn sip of my... Holy shit. I mean, is it even the show? Is it even the show if he doesn't take a drink? Man, I was watching the... I was, I was watching Josh's show today. I'm drinking my coffee. He didn't even take a drink. I mean, like, is he losing his touch or what? Lots of nice mouth sounds on the microphone for you there. You go to a job interview and they hear that. They're like, okay, okay. This guy's maybe got his shit together, you know? And that's true. Sort of. I mean, I'm going to let them think that, of course. Um, and that is also a little bit true. Not that automatically every father or every parent has their shit together or that that automatically means that they're, they're responsible. Clearly, as some of you have experienced, that is not the case. But it was nice to hear. And did that happen to me recently? I don't know, huh? Just kind of a hypothetical example. Um, also, I've been told, get a load of this. This one's the biggest surprise of all. That uh, I've been told by a real human being a person with a vagina, as a matter of fact, um, that being a father, a single father, was to them a bit of an aphrodisiac. Now, what is that word? I always have to look it up. But basically, it means it made them horny. Because that means, since I'm a dad, that means I must be a pretty safe guy. Again, not always universally true, but in my case, absolutely true. Especially if it's making someone's pussy wet. Okay. <laughs> Now, here's where it's not great to be a father. If your child goes to a fancy pants fucking school with a bunch of hoity-toity, holier-than-thou, rich white people, um, and a lot of her friends, 
are uh, also girls. Obviously, she's a girl, friends with girls. Yeah, she's friends with boys too, but I mean, at that age, come on. You know, most of them are, are, are little Sally and Denise. Hey, just kidding. No one uses those names anymore. It's all, it's all like, uh, and, and just fill in the blank for whatever you think a girl's name is. And, or whatever, you know, let's not even gender it. Let's just, just throw in whatever you want, you know? Absolutely anything you want. You think I'm going to go down this rabbit hole with you? You think I'm going to get lost in the weeds on this? No. This is not what kind of show that is. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Here's what I'm trying to get at. As a single uh, father, being a man, it always comes across creepy. And I would say that, hey, maybe these dumbass parents at this school who, okay, so it's like um, my daughter will ask for play dates, you know? She wants to have friends come over. She wants to uh, go to a playground together. She wants to show friends her room at daddy's house because she has a different room at daddy and mommy's house. That's kind of a cool thing. You know what I mean? But, uh, and, and she wants to, I mean, this is like definitely out of the question for most of these folks. She wants to have sleepovers. She's getting to that age where it's like, oh man, let's get the gals over here. Let's get the slumber, the, the sleeping bags, slumber party, pizza, put a movie on, stay up late, eat ice cream, crash out, Go back home the next day, bada bing, bada boom, no problem over here. And there wouldn't be any problem, except Josh Gaines is a white male, and that means he's a potential predator to my child. Now I get it, okay? I get it. I understand. I understand. There's a lot of fucking creeps out there. And to send my child to someone else's house that I don't know that well... Uh, even for a play date or even to let, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, obviously, everybody wants the safety of their child. Obviously, we don't want to put our children in the hands of creeps. But I would say what I want to say to these people that I've been around for over a year now is like, first of all, look at the evidence. Uh, my child is fucking rad, well-balanced, emotionally mature. There's no evidence of any trauma happening there. There's no evidence of like, anything awry at home everyone sings her praises okay the kids the adults the teachers everything they're like this kid is fucking rad uh she's a well-balanced human being i wonder if that comes from good parenting hmm maybe this child comes from a real creep of a dad maybe he's a real piece of shit and he got divorced so he must be a terrible person my goodness because divorce is always against god's law uh and it's always wrong. It's always wrong. And there's never good grounds for it. And everyone should just work it out and keep together forever. Now, you can hear in my voice, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. Hey, Josh. Hey, let me get you some guacamole for that chip on your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Let's everybody calm down. We're having fun over here. Of course there is. Because it's like, I understand both worlds. I understand, okay? You think I'm gonna put my child in arms way? You think I'm gonna send my kid over somebody's house and doesn't fit the right vibe? They got a bad energy? I don't fucking think so, okay? Hey, maybe take a fucking walk, okay? I don't know what that is. Uh, I get it, but it's just sad. Whereas, meanwhile, my ex-partner, my child's mother, you know, she can all day long, hey gals, get over here, let me take you to the park. 
Let me, uh, break, hey, let me get you some ice cream. Let's go down the 42nd Street. They got some great fucking pizza over there. I don't know why I'm on the, I don't know why I'm on this guy. I like him. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, my ex does not talk like that. Um, I married a taxi driver from Brooklyn. When it's a woman, it's different. And here's what I don't like about this. You think, you've seen all these serial killer shows and all these fucking popular things about the worst people on earth, the creepy people. You think some of them aren't women? You think some of the, the gals aren't like, you know, molesting children also? Of course they are. Rough thing to say, maybe a tough topic for episode two. Yikes of a comedy podcast, but <laughs> this is the truth of reality, okay? This is what it is to be an adult, to be a human being living in this body in 2022. And I know some of y'all can relate at least a little bit. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I can't do anything about it except to continue to be around these other um, uptight, you know, adults who have no semblance of reality below making $300,000 a year and doing boring ass updates on their house and, uh, you know, moving glacially th slow through the karmic waves of existence and, you know, being many, many reincarnations from uh, blissful awakening to oneness and liberation from the causes of suffering and from suffering itself, but that's that's beside the point, you know. They gotta, they gotta you know, go do their fancy job, and buy a Tesla, and like stress about what kind of color the carpet is or something, and like what tile, you know, their Parisian tile, and uh, how it's, you know, off in one little corner, and the, and spend a bunch of money fixing that. And it's like, hey, I'm over here, hey, I'm over here just doing it, kind of like doing my own. Hey, I'm over here just kind of kicking it, you know what I mean? Except I'm not kicking it doing really neat things like a podcast in my living room where I talk about crazy shit and child molestation. It's really awesome. Um, <laughs> anyhow, in all seriousness, it bums me out. Okay. Um, because it's hard to explain to my child at the age that she is like, well, listen, no, your friends can't come over here. I would be okay with it. They would be fine. All would be well but their fucking parents aren't okay with it. And we just gotta live with that. They can go to mommy's. Hey, they can go to mommy's, but not over here. And um, so, hey, maybe just kind of, a, maybe the general message is like, men out there, maybe stop taking advantage of women. Like maybe stop being creeps in general. If we could just go ahead and put a halt on all that right now, you know, whether, and, and just, and actually kind of anyone taking advantage of anyone at all like any kind of sexual assault or molestation, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hey, guys. Hey, come on. Doing Joe Biden. Hey, I'm serious here. Come on. I'm not joking around. Come on, guys. Let's stop with that. Just gently, like, you know. Let's see. So what? A, so that's probably enough about that, huh? Kind of funnest topic of all time. Okay. It's got me all worked up. You got me all worked up. Thanks for bringing this up anyhow. But hey, I get it. Maybe one day I'll earn the trust of these, uh, of these folks or of anyone at all. And they'll say, they'll say, Hey, you know what? That Josh Gaines guy, I'll be walking down the street, kind of flick, flipping a nickel up and down. And as I'm walking home from the diner with one hand in my pocket and, uh, walking into the sunset, you know, down the street there. And they'll kind of turn, turn and watch me go. Like when I'm out of earshot and they'll kind of look to each other and say, you know what, that Josh Gaines guy, he's all right. 
That's right, that Josh Gaines, he's okay in my book. And then, by that time, my daughter will be, you know, 23, and then we won't have to worry about uh, ringing her friends over here, because she's already going to be out of the house and probably buying a hot dog with Bitcoin or something. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, that was kind of, that was a little flat. That was a little flat. Okay, it was the best thing I could come up with at the moment. So enough about that shit. Hey, let me tell you another thing that really chaps my ass. Since that's basically what this show is, I guess. Me complaining about being alive. How do I characterize this? You know when you see someone, uh, maybe you are this person, in, let's say, a Target, or at a gas station, or at the local pool, just a hypothetical, um, and you're with another person, maybe, maybe out at a restaurant or something, and they decide to launch into a big complaint. First you, first you see it sort of warming up. You see, you, f you can feel it rising in them. Maybe this is your partner. Maybe this is a friend. Maybe this is you. Uh, you can feel, you can see it building. Them, them giving quippy little comments, quick little, little frustrated. <sighs> when is that appetizer gonna be here? <sighs> How long is this line? And this shit, I, at this point in life, almost cannot handle being around it. Now, I have moments of impatience too, sure, but I think it's like, I've let so much of that shit go, like who gives a fuck? The world is falling apart. Uh, these cashiers and employees and baristas and service workers, like they don't make shit and so much is demanded of them. And I mean, like, customer service and sort of on-the-job training has basically gone out the window because this this entire thing, industry and capitalism and the, and the chain of supply is like, it's all crumbling, okay? But um, every now and then you'll get around one of these holier-than-thou entitled motherfuckers who decides to take out their impatience on someone who makes uh, $10 an hour. And I can't handle this because I've worked in service jobs, I've worked in the food industry, I've been a cashier, I mean, and you encounter the most psychotic human beings of all time who lose their shit over the price of a head of lettuce or something, you know, being 10 cents different from what it was on the shelf or whatever it may be. Absolutely psycho shit that in the scheme of things does not matter, and even in the small scale of things is not a big deal. But um, so, was I in one of these scenarios recently? Hmm, 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 let me think, yes. And it was with um, <clears throat> one of the parents from my daughter's school. There's a possibility this person will hear this someday, and if you do, just come talk to me. You know, that'd be the first time you initiate some conversation with Josh, oh, gotcha, burned your ass. Anyhow, just joking. And, kind of. This person was getting very impatient at the line, the line to get into the local pool being very long. They had a 200 person maximum at the pool on, by the way, like a record heat day in Portland because, you know, with climate change, it's getting hotter and hotter by measurable degree every year. And this summer was fucking hot in Portland. So, yeah, the public pool is going to be fucking busy. And, um, you know, in my mind, I'm going, well, yeah, 
Of course it is. Maybe some of these people who are coming to the pool, which costs like $8 for your whole family to get in, it's cheap, um, it's cool. Maybe some of these people don't have air conditioner at their house. Maybe this is the only, you know, all kinds of things. I'm, th I'm thinking like there might be some disadvantaged folks. The, uh, this is the most fun they get to have, whatever. It's, it's inexpensive and who, who knows? So like, yeah, it's going to be busy. There's tens of thousands of people in this fucking city, um, in this l neighborhood alone where this pool was. And so, yeah, it's going to be busy. But this person that I was with, with our children there, uh, was getting really worked up as if the pool workers had some sort of control over how many people decided to come to the pool that day. And um, <clears throat> she launched several complaints to truly like the teenagers working at the desk. They're like 15, okay? And they're on the swim club or whatever, the swim, swim team in their high school and they come work over here in the summer and they make like $7 an hour to yell at little kids to not run. And then maybe they save like one person's life in the entire summer. And good for them. We need them, of course, lifeguards. And, and they have to like take your order for popcorn and nachos and fucking slush puppies and stuff as well. And so this person I'm with just getting so worked up, so embarrassed that they had invited us out to go to the pool. And then there's a long line. I don't give a fuck. I tried to reiterate that several times. I was like, hey... You know, they probably didn't expect this. It's a hot day. It's no big deal. We don't mind. You know, we'll stick around. It's okay if we don't get in. No big deal. The world is dying, okay? You are nothing but a delusion. You are nothing but awareness experiencing itself. Who gives a fuck about one day at the pool in Selwood, Oregon? It's fine, all right? Jesus Christ. But to this person, it was not fine. It was it was tantamount. Paramount? Tantamount? gonna have to look up those words later it was one of those things it was a big deal to them when to me it was not a big deal and this made me so uncomfortable and feel bad for the workers there of just like jesus i'm sorry i'm sorry for this person i'm with who's being so unreasonable who's saying if they're so this this was a sentence uttered to that day if it's this busy again uh i'm i'm never returning to this pool as if one the teenagers working there give a fuck about your crabby ass? Like, hopefully you don't return, bitch. And two, it's just like, what can they do about it? What can they do about it? Nothing. So shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. And stop acting as if you are somehow better or more entitled to getting into the pool than anyone else in this fucking line. Like, anyhow... And perhaps it's not the healthiest thing for me to sit here and complain about it for seven minutes. Um, but I just, if that story has a point, it's just like, man, everybody's fucking hurting. Everybody is struggling. Have some fucking patience and relax and take a moment to step back and look at the situation you're in and consider, is this really that big of a fucking deal? Is it worth getting on someone's case? Um, is it worth complaining that they're out of the special whatever fucking caramel flavor that I like at Starbucks or, or whatever? I'm not saying this. I don't go to Starbucks. I would never go to Starbucks because I'm actually a good person. Um, but, you know, and it's like, what? Am I, do I not have moments like that too where I'm impatient? I mean, my weakness is having to get on the phone 
with like Xfinity or something and having to talk to, I mean, I, I do my best to be patient, but it, it just feels like, uh, all these, all these systems are just falling to pieces and they, they do their best to like sell us a bunch of shit. And then when it breaks and we're stuck with it and we need help from this company that we paid money to, there's nobody to talk to. And you just like have to throw it in the trash and get another one because the, there's no solution. Um, anyhow, that's kind of a separate thing, but I can't handle it. I can't handle people taking their insecurity and impatience and anger out on a low wage worker. Like relax, fucking relax. Uh, you're fine and it's going to be okay. And it's just not worth it. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I have a Patreon, if you can believe that. Is, it, is this the time to do an advertisement after talking about, you know, some being at the pool or whatever and being hot or whatever and slush puppies and stuff? Yeah. I mean, what do I do over there? Who knows? I post pictures of some paintings. I do some painting. I do some silly little videos other than this silly video. I do some writing. I do some other kinds of art. I mean, Josh Gaines can't be fit into one category, all right? And that's always been the case, even though there are certain times in my life when I've tried to pigeonhole myself and be like, I'm a writer, I'm a musician, I'm trying to tour around Texas. Bah, 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 bah. Look at me go, you know, pretty cool. Uh, the truth is I've never been just one thing, and that's still true. So when you go to patreon.com slash the Josh Gaines, what are you going to get? One thing? Yeah, I draw pictures of birds. I usually draw pictures of birds, and that's all I do. That's a different guy. That's like a bird guy. What I do over there is all kinds of different crazy shit to the point that you're going to not ever know what exactly you're getting. Sometimes I just talk with my nice voice because so people are like, John, you have such a great voice. Oh, you want you to read me stories to bed, you know? Anyhow, all that is probably a pretty perfect advertisement for my patreon.com uh, where you can support, where you can actually give this insane person speaking to you money because I'm just an artist. I get to express myself. <laughs> and this is one of the ways that I do it. Uh, and that, uh, allows me to do all this bizarre bullshit okay bizarre bullshit what's a nicer way to say it the cool art that jo the cool art that i make my cool art cool so uh be patient out there if you go to the local pool since the next year it's going to be even hotter and the line's going to be longer and there's gonna they, they gotta be slinging those hush puppies hush puppies slush puppies anyhow have a nice have a good one how's that for an ending <laughs>